Welcome back to another episode of the Building HVAC Science Podcast, where it's our goal to create better, more knowledgeable HVAC and building performance technicians by helping the two professions to better understand each other with the ultimate goal of making customers happy in the homes they live in and the buildings they work in. I've worked in the HVAC and building performance markets for over 30 years, and I've noticed a need for scientifically rooted information on how to do a job with the best technical attributes that you can. This podcast, today's episode, veers off that track a little bit and gets more into a solo cast. I'll be talking about a few things in the last couple weeks that have captured my interest and I'd like to share with you. I'll be talking about pitot tubes on a World War I aircraft fighter. I'll be talking about my grandfather in a coal mine. I'll be talking about a Train the Trainer event. And I'll give you a list of my upcoming guests I'm very excited to have on the podcast, as well as an update on EOS and Brian Orr's new book and the Building Performance Association and some of the assets and resources you can get there. So please take a listen to this unapologetic solo cast so you can hear what's been on my mind lately. Today's unapologetic solar cast, parentheses, thank you, Peter, close parentheses, will be just a quick update, a solo cast of things that are going on in my world. One thing I did want to talk about, it was a really interesting observation. We went to the Military Aviation Museum during our family vacation a week in Sandbridge, Virginia. This is in Virginia Beach area. We went to their World War I aircraft hangar. They have many military devices there, a truly fascinating history of armaments and war materials. In the World War I aircraft hangar, I was listening to the docent speak about all the different episodes and the basically a sop with from the Red Baron type type of Red Baron's vehicle aircraft was there. But this one was an aircraft called a Curtis Jenny JN-4D. And you can find more about this museum at militaryaviationmuseum.org. You can look up all the aircraft. I noticed as I was standing there, I turned around and I'm back on one of the struts of the biplane wings was a pitot tube. And it was actually looked like the kind of pitot tubes we'd use today. And I'm going to put a photograph of that on the Building HVAC Science Facebook page. So drive you there to take a look at the pitot tube that was mounted there. And that's still a classic measurement for measuring air velocity, in this case, for the airplane. That was a lot of fun to look at that and just to see these things that used to fly so different from the aircraft that are flown today. Another little thing I want to talk about is a sort of waxed prophetic or inward thinking about things on vacation, which is a great thing for everyone. Hopefully you get a chance to do. One of them I thought was thinking about my grandfather, who actually never met my maternal grandfather, my mother's father, Cataldo Vela, where he went by Frank, and how he worked in the coal mines near Scranton and Wilkesbury, Pennsylvania in a town called Dunmore, the Pennsylvania Coal Company, and actually developed silicosis from that. But how things have changed so much in terms of energy, and as you look at the Energy Information Association graphs on the use of coal as a fuel and energy for society is really on the decline, and how just reaching back to my second generation, my grandfather, he was actually working in a coal mine, harnessing this material that was used to create energy to fuel society. 
So that's really an interesting sort of transposition as I move to a solar-powered house, how things have gone from coal to liquid to gaseous fuels and now moving towards natural or renewable resources like wind and solar. And I'm on that journey myself, as you know, through spawnhome.com. The other interesting thing about my grandfather is he actually owned a farm. It was a dairy farm that he owned in his hometown of Rome, New York. And he bought it, the farm, of 147 acres in November of 1921. And he had on it one horse. This is in the deed to the transfer, the stock as well as the land itself. One horse, 21 cows, a bull, and various pieces of farming equipment. Now, the interesting part of the story and how it relates back to me is not just that he owned a farm, and maybe if he continued to own that farm and not had to sell it in 1941 as the War Department needed to build up an air base, which took his land by eminent domain. But somewhere around the 1923-24 time frame, he lost all the cows to CO poisoning. And you might know that I do a lot of, I do expert witness work in CO poisoning, do a lot of presentations about combustion analysis, actually have a patented product with Backrack, products no longer made, called the Breath Analysis Module or the BAM for testing CO on your breath. So carbon monoxide, understanding that generation propagation, that's been so much of my life. And to my grandfather, who I never connected with, he lost a lot of his investment in cows back there in 1924 due to CO poisoning, a pearly performing, poorly burning stove that heated the barn for the cows, went out of whack, CO went everywhere, the cows all died. Just a really interesting note, a little bit of trivia I wanted to share. If there's ever like a trivia question on Bill Spohn, maybe that will be it, if I ever make it to Jeopardy, or as a question on Jeopardy. Another thing I wanted to talk about was a great free event which just took place on June 13th, but there'll be more, I'm sure. The Energy Conservatory has an event called Train the Trainer, and it's a free event, as far as I can tell. Yeah, from their website, it's a three-day event, June 13th to June 15th. It just finished up, and they provide a two-and-a-half-day program where they cover all the TEC products, including the newest ones, discuss various training tools and techniques. Again, Train the Trainer to help you train students and others learn more and retain more about building science and airflow measurements. It's True Tech. We are a reseller of the Energy Conservatory, as well as RetroTech blower doors and duct leakage testers. But this Train the Trainer event is a really cool one. I've been for to training at Tech, had meetings there. Some of our staff's been there, but I would encourage you to look on their website for future events, free events like this. I think it's a great thing that they've done. A lot of cool people attend. They bring back a lot of knowledge and share it out there on how to do better work. And that's really what this podcast is all about. I've got some upcoming guests lined up for the podcast. So this is something new. I'm giving you a little bit of clue in advance. Maybe I have my act together finally after all these years. Roger Broward, who is the founder of Vito, Vito Pro Pack. He's going to come on shortly. He'll be in an upcoming episode. And we've always had nice conversations at the AHR Expo every year. I remember when they had the smallest stand, really just like a six-foot table in the most remote part of the AHR Expo and what they've grown into today. If you haven't gone to the Expo, it must be like a 30 by 30 department store for Vito that they have there. It's grown so much. But he's a really humble man, got some really interesting life stories and lessons that he's going to share with me through the podcast in an upcoming episode. 
Another episode I'm really excited about is what I call a pod swap. I've already been on this person's podcast. Her name is Lori Barkman. She owns a business, Small Dot Big, which is a business consulting for succession planning and transition planning for businesses. She invited me on her podcast to talk about my pre-succession, my ideas, my thoughts as I move towards retirement, because as she said, everybody eventually exits their business. So if you want to get some insights into what that's all about, if you are a business owner, absolutely valuable to learn more about this topic. If you're not a business owner, but you want to understand the perspectives of a business owner, that would be a great podcast to listen to. And that's coming up, the recording coming up shortly. She also wrote a book called The Business Transition Handbook. It's available on Amazon. I'm just finishing it up right now. A lot of good ideas in there. And if you think about it, again, if you're a business owner or have influence on the way businesses run, if you take a look at what makes a business exciting and interesting to a prospective buyer, it should also be exciting and interesting to you as an owner of the business because it only makes your business better. So don't think about these things as just single point of focus books. These kind of books about succession and business exit planning actually help you improve your business to run it today. I'm also looking forward to having on the podcast Shelby Brager, who is a co-founder with Marissa Reddy of a company called Conduit.Tech. And they have a really neat product. I was introduced to Shelby through John Hoeing of Duckling, who I'm working with right now. And I have got to meet her at the HVAC Symposium. Again, the place where all the cool people hang out. Maybe not me included, but these are some pretty cool people you can meet there. Also, they had a booth right next to ours at the National Home Performance Conference. So Conduit.Tech, it's a system, a process, a service that uses the camera in your phone to actually perform the steps that lead to a load calculation. So I'll let Shelby explain it when she gets on the podcast. And if, meanwhile, if you want to go take a look at the product called Conduit.Tech. Also coming up is a person I've known for actually a couple years now, Brian Euler, who is a second-generation builder. And Brian's really developing a great reputation for communication about advanced building and some basic building concepts through his Instagram channel, his YouTube channel, and his videos. He's also been on Matt Reisinger's Build Show and also been featured in Remodeling Magazine. So Brian's going to give me an update on where he's at, basically with high-performance building and how he executes things. I remember having a meeting with him, and he was in one of the houses just getting ready to sell it and telling me all the features about air tightness, about IAQ monitoring, about the materials of construction that he used. So my mind goes more towards the harmonization, again, of HVAC and building performance and house building. So this is going to be an interesting episode for me to explore that topic with Brian Euler. Jumping over to the true tech side of things, we're coming up on our first anniversary of using the Entrepreneurial Operating System, or EOS. We've gone through just one whole year of cycles developing that, developing a lot of shared knowledge. It's being infused into the company. I see us more clearly solving problems more rapidly than ever before and getting to root causes faster. That's one of the great attributes of the entrepreneurial operating system. May not be for everybody, but if you're in a business between 10 and 200 people, it's something you should look at. Again, there's a book called Traction, but there's another book that even speaking with a friend earlier today, who's not quite into the full EOS system, but is using the book called Rocket Fuel to organize the way 
the founders of the business integrate at different levels to the organization, sort of giving you tried and true patterns and questions and ways to develop and structure your business. So again, if you're in a business, you own a business, take a look at Rocket Fuel at a minimum to understand that. I even talked with someone at an event who has a two-person business and he's read and with his colleague uses Rocket Fuel to structure who does what, define the roles, very clear expectations, and things tend to run a lot more smoothly that way. I mentioned books before, Lori Barkman's book, The Business Transition Handbook. Well, another new book, which is on the way to me right now, I ordered off of Amazon. It's called Unconformed. It's a book by our friend, my friend, Brian Orr, friend of the industry. I'm just going to read you the intro to the book here. Again, Unconformed. Ever felt like you're stuck in a rut with your job? Or maybe you know someone who jumped into college just because of family pressure gathering loans for a degree, and they're not even sure that they're into. It's even tougher when they feel like they've backed into a corner, unable to explore new career paths. That's where Unconformed comes in. It's a toolkit for preventing and overcoming that stuck feeling and exploring the many paths of success, no matter what your age or your life stage. There are many stories about successful people from diverse backgrounds. The book offers a fresh start, a fresh look at learning and working. Again, go look for that on Amazon. I haven't read it yet, but some of the reviews that have come in are really terrific. It's got 15 ratings and five stars on it. Again, 20 bucks, not a lot to spend on a book, but some people are saying this is really, really good food for thought. It's the kind of book that a lot of people feel should have been written. Brian's gone ahead and done that. He tends to do things like that. Good on you, Brian Orr. Finally, I'd like to talk about the Building Performance Association. I am on the board board of directors. I am actually the treasurer of BPA. It's a volunteer position I participate in. I've worked with the predecessor organizations all the way back to the late 80s. The Building Performance Association has a ton of great resources. If you go to their website, that would be building-performance.org. They've got all kinds of things. They have a forum. They have a journal with very succinct, punchy topics on the concepts of building performance, which now relate to a lot of things going on in the Inflation Reduction Act, the 25C program, things about heat pumps, weatherization, insulation, taking care of all these topics. They're really doing a lot of great work there. It is a membership organization. There's an awful lot of material available for free, but the maximum bang for your buck is if you become a member. So unashamedly, this nonprofit I'm on the board of, I'm asking to take a look at joining, becoming a member of that. Speaking of value, there's actually a job board available. You can look at, just go right to view the postings of the various jobs that are available, the Career Center, and you can see, I'll just read off a couple. Energy Solutions Program Manager, Community Housing Partners, Richmond, Virginia. Building HVAC Technology Specialist, Boston Government Services, remote, but DC or Denver preferred. Residential Decarbonization Advisor, Rhode Island, Abode Energy Management, Providence, Digital Marketing Account Manager. Well, our friends at the Energy Circle are looking for someone there. So see, these are just some of the jobs that are available there. So if you're looking, you're into this field, you have an interest in here, it's a really great place to be. They also have paid training available, as well as some free training, a resource library. Few of the resources are members only. Most of them are available free of charge. There's even a career map, a career planning portal. It puts together and structure things to you. 
go back to combination of reading Brian Orr's book, Unconformed, looking at the career pathway, getting some training resources and looking at the job board. Maybe your next career is coming through the home performance industry. Okay, I think that's enough for a solo cast, just a quick kind of update on what's been going on inside rattling around in my brain. And this unapologetic solo cast is now over. Thank you. Appreciate you listening to this solo cast, Building HVAC Science podcast. If you want to keep up with other things I find interesting, Follow True Tech on Facebook or follow the Building HVAC Science podcast on Facebook or take a look at Spone Home, which is a blog site about my high-performance home, net zero home, or take a look at truetechtools.com. Follow us on some of the social media. There's a lot of other great trade-related resources and influencers out there, including HVAC Our School, HVAC Shop Talk, Stephen Reardon, HVAC Reefer Guy, Tool Pros, Service Business Mastery, Quality HVAC, HVAC Overtime, HVACR Videos, HomeDiagnosis.tv, AC Service Tech, and MeasureQuick. I also host the ResTalk podcast. You can find that by just typing ResTalk into any typical podcast app, R-E-S-T-A-L-K, and you'll learn more about the rapidly expanding world of home energy ratings and peripheral topics. After listening, if you like what you heard today and you've not subscribed to the podcast, please consider doing so. And please consider giving us a review on the Apple Podcast app. That always helps. If you're looking for more information or want to reach out, you can contact me through marketing at truetechtools.com. As always, thank you for listening to and following us on Building HVAC Science. And we hope to have you back again listening to whatever the topic comes. Anyway, take care and we'll see you later.